Welcome to the Inspiring Tech Leaders podcast with me, Dave Roberts. In this episode, I'm going to explore GPT-3, the world's largest neural network, and try to understand why it has created so much of a buzz amongst the tech community. So let's start off with defining what exactly is GPT-3 anyway. Well, it stands for Generator of Pre-Trained Transformer 3. Catchy. So you can see why people just refer to it as being GPT-3 now. It's a language that was developed by OpenAI in California with its beta release back in mid-2020. OpenAI was founded by Sam Altram, Elon Musk and Greg Brockman and others back in 2015. In 2019, OpenAI received a $1 million investment from Microsoft and since September 2020, GPT-3 has been licensed exclusively to Microsoft. One of the apps that uses GPT-3 is ChatGPT which allows you to ask questions in natural language and then you get a detailed response within seconds. This was launched in November 2022 and within five days of launch it gained 1 million users. GPT-3 is an autoregressive language model that uses deep learning to produce human-like text. Basically, this means that GPT-3 can predict text and create dialogue that matches human ability. GPT-3 has 175 billion machine learning parameters, which is the most powerful language model ever seen by far. It was trained on a supercomputer developed by Microsoft and OpenAI. This supercomputer has 185,000 CPU cores and 10,000 graphic processing units. The big paradigm shift is that GPT, as a large unsupervised model, is able to outperform fine-tuned models that have been created for specific tasks. GPT-3 has been trained from 45 terabytes of text, both from the internet and from books. It used datasets from Common Crawl, Wikipedia and WebText 2. This has resulted in a reference of over 300 billion words, which it can understand and also order the appropriate sequencing to create rich and meaningful sentences from a short amount of input text. But what does this all mean? Well, GPT-3 is helping to create content with creative writing capabilities. Examples of use include news reports, articles, and even poetry, but it is most often seen enhancing the interaction with customer service chatbots. It is also making it easier to generate code or SQL queries, enabling faster application creation and reducing the time taken to traditionally complete similar tasks. However, there are still limitations to what can be achieved with GPT-3 as it sometimes lacks the ability to reason abstractly and it doesn't always demonstrate common sense. The models can still demonstrate bias depending on the text of the model that has been trained on, although this is also a flaw with humans too. GPT-3 models are pre-trained and therefore do not keep on learning, but I can see this coming very soon. Even the CEO of OpenAI acknowledges there are some faults and weaknesses with GPT-3, but says that AI is going to change the world and that GPT-3 is just the start of that journey. As part of my own research into GPT-3 for this podcast, I tested a number of AI apps that are using this technology. If I was to be honest, the results were mixed. Sometimes the results would produce accurate and detailed content that really did amaze me, but unfortunately other times it would fail and provide totally inaccurate answers to the questions that I'd asked. The cynical side of me starts to doubt the capabilities, but I think the shortcomings are a reflection on the apps that I tried rather than the underlying technology. I would be interested to hear your comments and experiences to date with GPT-3 and if you have experienced similar outcomes. If you want to use GPT-3 to develop apps, then that is possible through the OpenAI API. If you're interested to explore this further, visit openai.com for further details. 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Inspiring Tech Leaders podcast, and hopefully now know a little bit more about GPT-3 and the impact it's having on our day-to-day lives. And remember, stay tuned for more content from the Inspiring Tech Leaders podcast.